podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to Club Reaction to Malmo 2, Rangers 1. Welcome back to the Champions League, that's all I can say really about tonight. Um, there's quite a lot to get into. <laughs> if anybody that watched the match will know all about it. But I am your host Scott Carney and joining me tonight in a bit of a whirlwind of emotions I'll say is Ali Pearson. Ali, how's it going? I was saying you off camera, I don't really know how to feel to be honest. I went from... <laughs> the lows of lows to a high and what a difference a goal can make in football, to be honest. And it's changed the face of this tie completely. Yeah. As I say, I was taking a wee bit of notes and stuff through the games and whatever else tonight. And yeah, the, 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 the emotion that you kind of went through tonight was, was something new. And I suppose it is just a wee bit of a, a welcome back to the kind of Champions League. It's kind of hard to really put my finger on how I'm feeling, whether I'm happy, annoyed, sad, Indifferent. I really, I really can't make my mind up just now. But we will jump into the game. Uh, we'll break it down a bit. Uh, the starting eleven tonight was McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Alanda, Barisic, Davis, Lundstrom, Arfield, Kent, Wright, and Itton. Uh, on the bench was McCrory, Hogarth, Patterson, Bassey, Kelly, Hadji, Sakala, Simpson, and Lowry. Any great shocks in the starting eleven, Ali? Uh, yeah, that Ariba wasn't playing, and I, I don't know why he wasn't playing. We, we don't know yet. Uh, front three, what I expected. Back line, what I expected. So the only the only one I would say was be Joe Rebo, um, and he wasn't there. And the bench looked was very young tonight. To, to be honest, uh, it showed we are lacking a lot of players at the moment. Obviously, there's a lot of guys out, but pretty much what I expected. Apart from that, I thought Joe Rebo would come in, but obviously he's, he's got a knock. Yeah, he's obviously got some sort of knock. Um, that's why he really didn't appear at all tonight. In terms of everything else, I mean, I'm a wee bit shocked at Arfield, to be honest. I get why Arfield was put in, but I, I don't know if Davis, Lundstrom and Arfield, really the, the midfield for Rangers going forward. Obviously, I know Kamara's obviously been out injured, uh, not injured, um, suspended. So you can kind of understand why that's there. Obviously, Ryan Jack as well still injured. So, yeah, that was my only wee kind of question mark. And obviously, you mentioned that he was is a bit of a... We just hope he's okay, really, because by God, did we miss him tonight? I'll tell you that for sure. And uh, Kamara. So, and Kamara, yes, and Morelos, but we're going to come on to all that, mate. Don't you worry about it. So we'll, we'll jump into the game, mate. Very cagey first 10 minutes. It was very, very cagey from both teams. I think they looked just as intimidated, probably not the word, but they were very wary of our threat. We were very wary of our threat, and it was kind of cancelling each other out for the first kind of 10 minutes. Rangers settled into the game after that. Malmo were definitely not holding back on on their tackles. That's for that's for sure. And the first twenty five minutes, from about ten minutes to about twenty five minutes, Rangers looked pretty much in control of the game. Yeah, I thought Malmo the first five ten minutes or so pressed us quite high up the park a lot of the time. Turned scrappy to be honest. They were hitting long balls. They were going down. Barisic's side quite a lot. I thought he was a bit off the pace today, Barisic. You could tell he's not played football and they were targeting that side at times. But there was, ah, it was dead scrappy and then we got a hold of the game and I thought Rangers for the pretty much 
after that until the half time were comfortable without really doing much. I thought I thought Big Etten done quite well at times with his hold up play and stuff. He was unlucky at points. Um yeah, I, I thought we were comfortable. I wasn't that team didn't scare me at all in that first half watching it. And I thought, yeah, usually usually second half we come out and do the business when they get a wee rock up the arse and obviously come on to that. But I, I didn't feel in any danger in that first half at all. No, I think it's it's hard to do a podcast like this and I want to make that kind of clear to people because we obviously all know what happened and we know what's about to come on to. But trying to detach yourself from what happened at the start of the second half, Rangers were totally in control of that first half. We were... And again, without jumping too far ahead, we're a better team than Malmo are. I don't think there's really any doubt about that we are a better team than they are. And the, the crazy 60 seconds we, we, we will come on to. But the first half... We looked, we looked in control, and it looked like there was a goal in it for Rangers. I'm like, there's, there's, there's a goal in this for us. But, but we spoke at half time, mate. We were saying Atten was playing well. Um, Scott Wright was looking particularly good. Um, there was one bit that I noted down that he played a wee one-two, showed a wee burst of pace to get himself into the box and cuts the ball across. But obviously the defender deals with it. But we couldn't really get a quite a a clear-cut chance as such. Like, there wasn't one that was like glaringly obvious for us to kind of stand out and say we should have took the lead there. And, um, we, we, wasted, and we, also, sorry, we also wasted a couple of set pieces we had too. We had two set pieces that first half and I absolutely wasted them. Um, I, I thought Ken at times, similar to Livingston, was getting frustrated again. I just wish he would take his guy on now and again and he, and he really tried the second half, Ken. But... Um, yeah, the, the final third, it just wasn't coming off for it at times. And I, I mean, I don't really remember their goalkeeper making an actual save the whole game, to be honest. And to be fair, McGregor had, I think, won the first half and that was it. And it was pretty a pretty easy save for him. Yeah, it was but, pretty routine, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, as I say, it's, it's a hard one to put your finger on. I don't know whether it's... I don't want to play the card of, I suppose I'm going to, is they're obviously 13 games into their season, we're not, and you could kind of see they were a wee bit sharper at points, especially really only really right at the first half, they looked a wee bit sharper. But apart from that, as soon as we settled down and got a foot in the ball, Rangers were really comfortable in that first half. And so then it pretty much takes us on to, um, well, there was just one wee moment I will mention that I think the two fullbacks for us were not at their best today, uh, let's be completely honest, but there was one wee moment from Tav in the first half that I need to men- I mention. He does great defensive work just as they're about to break forward. Manages to chip the ball over the player, get himself down the right-hand side, crosses the ball over to Ryan Kent, and for some reason Ryan Kent doesn't shoot with his left foot and cuts back. That was probably the best chance for Rangers in the first half. Yeah, there was a great bit of play for Tavi. I mean, they say it was a last-ditch challenge, to be honest, when he won the ball off that guy and, like you say, chipped chipped the ball over. I think it was a couple of players' heads and went down the wing. And Kent, he's got to hit that first time. He's He does that a lot, Kent. He wants to check left, check right, and then he ends up losing the ball. He did against Livingston. And it kind of summed the first half up in terms of in front of goal that we really chose the wrong decision all the time. And uh, it was just frustrating, to be honest. Yeah, and it kind of, kind of takes us to half time. I will say though, they are they're not feet of a tackle, Malmo, no. and some of the refereeing decisions were baffling to to say the least. And I don't want to, I don't want to sound like somebody else, mate, or a supporter of another team. But I mean, 
some bookings he was given, it was like, well, that's not a booking. And other ones that were certain bookings, he still wasn't given it. And you're like, nah, it was very, very inconsistent at best is what we'll put. But I am not going to put that down to what's about to happen. So we get half time, nothing each. As I said, mate, we spoke on the phone. I was like, things are looking all right. I was like, we should be all right. Rangers should get a goal here. <laughs> we'll get into the second half. Um, 60 seconds of football, mate, that I, I struggle to really put my finger on what actually happened. Malmo kind of come out flying. We give far too much space for whatever reason. It's terrible defending. It's a good finish for the boy to make it 1-0, but the errors for Rangers are just, as long as, the list as long as your arm. Tons of errors. Boy fizzes a ball in. Goldson's claiming for offside. Play the whistle, which I was always taught. Um, Tab's got drawn into the central position. Lundstrom's no man's land. And the ball just comes right across. And the boy's in acres of space and really taps the ball in the back of the net. McGregor has no chance with it. And no chance. Yeah, they come out the blocks. And I think they got a corner very early on that first half as well. And they came out the blocks and we looked a bit shell-shocked. And I don't know why, because... Mm-hmm. If I was Gerard getting that Rangers team in at in half time, I'd be going, right, we're nil nil, but they're not any better than us. They are not better than us. We can play a lot better. Let's go and show them that we are the better team. And you need to give praise to Malmo that they came out and took the game to us. And it was a stupid goal from us to give away. I mean, we conceded, what, 13 goals in the league the whole of last season. And it was like morphing back two years ago. <laughs> it was like a couple of players morphed back two years ago, Goldson and Tav. And it was. You don't expect it for Rangers. I don't know if you can put it possibly down to it's really early on in the season. We've really not had many games, and but it was really, really slack, and we shouldn't be conceding goals like that it, because teams at that level punish you, and that's what happened. Yeah, and I'll just quickly move on to the second goal, mate, because I can't disagree with what you just said there. I hadn't even kind of looked down to my phone and looked back up, and all of a sudden I seen the ball slipping into the, the back corner of the, the net again, and I'm going, what? <laughs> Like, literally, what has just happened? Tav is far too slack with the ball in the middle of the field. Gives it away. Goldson, then, for whatever reason, in my opinion, completely shits the bed. Doesn't know where he is. Doesn't know what he's doing. He's got two chances to do something about it. I'm not putting the full blame on him, but he's obviously trying to make up for what's just happened. The boy, as simple as you like, mate, passes the ball across the ground into the back uh, right into the back post. McGregor again with absolutely no chance and we are 2-0 down. <sighs> at no point in this game, and I, I don't want to sound disrespectful to them, but at no point in this game through the whole 90 minutes did Malmo deserve to be 2-0 ahead of us? No, uh, I was the same. I li- literally, the quickness between the two goals was, oh, fuck. 60 was, seconds um, at most. Six, at most. Six, six, 60 seconds. Um, yeah, Tav going down the wing. After after you can see the goal, you need to bring a bit of composure back to the game. Get Davis on the ball, get the ball tipping over again. But no, we went gun ho up the wing. Tav loses a ball and they hurt us again. And what Goldson's doing again? Like I say, I'm often that player of two year ago again, and he just looked uneasy a lot of the time tonight. Goldson, I would say, along with Hollander, I would say looked uneasy, and we looked shell shocked at that point. Two 0 down and. I spoke to Scotia after the game and, I mean, we beat ourselves tonight. Malmo did not beat us. We beat ourselves two... Sh- I mean, I'd love to see what Gerard says on it. We've not heard them yet, but two shocking goals. And I'll be honest, 
after the second goal, I I feared for us a wee bit because I thought we looked absolutely shell shocked at that point. And Malmo, if they'd got a third, the game the tie to me would have been dead and buried at that point. And yeah, it was um, it wasn't a great start to the second half, and <laughs> not what I no. ever expected after watching the first half. No, definitely not. I will disagree with you slightly on Holander, mate, because I think Holander was just a bit aware that Goldson was having a shocker and he thought, right, both of us can't have a shocker. A few times Holander got himself kind of caught. It's that kind of way that Holander does. He kind of gets himself caught up within the yeah, ball, if you know what I mean. And he, at times. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you're like, but he never seems to actually, it never actually leads to a chance, but it kind of gives you that wee bit of the wee bit of fear, but I think he was well aware that Goulton was having a bit of a poor one. I mean, Goulton's passing and everything tonight was just oh, not it was... there. It, it really wasn't. He played one cross-field cross pass, I think, that I can remember that came off. Everything else was just so poor. Um, and I think from Tav's mistake as well from to get the second goal, Tav kind of shrunk away from the game. Um, and as you mentioned earlier on, mate, Barisic was never in the game, to be honest. He, he doesn't... I don't know. Maybe he's not fit. Um, I, I've got no idea, but <sighs> should we be concerned a wee bit about the, the way that, that Barisic was tonight? I mean, I just he just didn't look there. It didn't look like the Bonner Barisic that we know. I mean, he hardly played the Euros because he was injured. He was mm, a bit true. part in the Euros, came back, he played against played against Real Madrid, I think, and then obviously wasn't playing against Livingston at the weekend. So, I mean, for all we know, he's kind of knock, but he looked like a guy that hadn't played football for me. At one point, when he got the booking, that referee gave me the fear. I thought Barisic was one wee challenge away. At one point, I actually thought we'd actually bring Shirley on because I thought he was one challenge away if he'd gone off the park and his delivery wasn't great. I do have picking players tonight because it is very early season, but there was the midfield for me tonight was not right. Steve Davis tried our field blowing out his arse that second half. I mean, he was playing on the left-hand side of that midfield most of the time, and he never plays there. He plays on the right. Mm-hmm. And John Lundstrom, for me tonight, needs to step up. If he wants to play for Glasgow, he's not playing for Sheffield United anymore. He's playing for Rangers now. And to me, he played far too many safe balls today. Never drove with a ball, really. And I'm not picking on him, but I was disappointed in his performance today. I, I thought he'd be a big player for us. And... Yeah, maybe he's been a wee bit shell-shocked too because I don't think he's ever played European football, but I didn't think he had a great game Lundstrom at all. I really didn't. Yeah, but I mean, even if he's not played European football, mate, he's been playing in the Premiership, so he knows exactly what to expect yeah. when it comes to a different level of football. There was one pass in particular, mate, and I, I is picking on wee tiny things, but we were in, we were up to high door because we were 2-0 down within... 60 seconds of the second half so uh, we're getting annoyed but one pass he tried to cut inside while he was breaking down the right hand side I've got no idea right. who he was, who he's seen I've literally no clue yeah. who he thought was there I don't know whether he thought the referee was an Rangers player or not I'm not really sure but yeah he, he was he was disappointing he tried certain points in the first half again he was decent he was moving the ball well we were retaining the ball quite well and but the second half, I, I think that the team got a shock. It was a, a real shock to the system, like we all were, I think. And as I said, this is very, very immediately after yeah, the final I, whistle. I, 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 I just think the midfield, and to be fair to Gerard, he didn't have many options tonight. Yes, he didn't yeah. have many options. I just thought the three of them, I very doubt we'll see the three of them play again together because they're very similar type players. I honestly thought 
We missed a Kamara. We missed a Joe Arrivo. Somebody that can unlock a door, a wee bit of magic. We just didn't have that. All we had was Ryan Kent, who keep... And Ryan Kent gets a hard time by a lot of Rangers fans sometimes because he's got such a... He's up there all the time in terms of his levels and he never hides Ryan Kent. He tries and tries mm-hmm. and tries all the time. That's all you want for a just player. And even we Scotty, right? At times, I thought was bullied quite a bit tonight, but he kept going at times and... They were the only two bright sparks I thought we had that would would do something in the game because the midfield three for me, it was never really going to come from then. We, we didn't have that wee bit of magic. Haji obviously wasn't fit enough to come on the park because I think he would have appeared at one point. But yeah, I just thought we were playing in front of them a lot and they were quite happy for us to give the ball to Barisic and put cross balls in because they were just they were dealing with it all night long. Yeah, they, they kind of broke into game management as well, mate, the, the way that yeah. kind of Euro, the European teams kind of do. And they really took it and out the game, um, especially once they got their second goal. It was pretty ineffective in the second half. Led to him coming off, Sakala coming on. Again, Sakala huffed and puffed. Uh, he definitely did. He showed moments that he, he's got real pace to burn, that's for sure. Um but we miss Alfredo Morelos in Europe, and I, I, there's just no doubt about it in my mind. And I think it really shows in a game like that. We obviously, Rangers were backs against the wall. And even before that, really, I mean, I know it got to half time at nothing each, but there's no one going to tell me that we did not miss Alfredo Morelos tonight. I would I would love to know and I would love to ask Gerard, and he's probably as frustrated as us. We all knew going into this Malmo game for last year that Kamar Roof wasn't going to be available. So why was Alfredo Morelos not back earlier. I know he was off out in the Copa America with Colombia. Didn't he? I don't think he hardly played a game for him. So why was he not back? Why is he not back earlier? I would love to ask the question of why he's not back instead of watching him on Twitter running around Glasgow Airport trying to get fit. <laughs> we needed we needed him tonight. We really did. And I just whether he's fit enough to to lead the line next week, I, I don't know. But we miss him. We really do miss him. Well, I don't Especially know if he's when Rip's not there. Yeah, I don't know if he's named in the squad. I, I'm not 100% sure. I've not seen a list of the full players that are named in the squad. I don't know how that works in terms of these qualifiers. But I think if he can play, and again, I don't know this, so this could come back and hit me in the face. If Alfredo Morelos can play next week, you have to get him yeah. to play. I don't think there's any doubt about it. In terms of a game like that, a European opposition, this is Alfredo's bread and butter. This is what he does. And uh, yeah, he has to play. He just has to. And it's no disrespect to, to him because he did. He did really well in the first half. He got himself into the game and he did some cracking hold-up play. He really did, but not good enough in the second half because as soon as they fell into game management mode, mate Malmo, then he was just ineffective and he couldn't really get anywhere near the ball. And... Aye, I just we have to have Alfredo Morelos for 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 games like this. We really do. Uh, Malmo are they're not better than Rangers, mate. I said it before. A crazy sixty seconds has kind of put his two 0 down at this point. As I say, Barry didn't look great. Steve Davis then scores a screamer, mate, an in injury time, um, an absolutely great strike to make it two one. And who would have thought, mate, if you shoot? Sometimes you might score. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how many times we say with the Rangers midfield never shoot, and they don't. And um, I just couldn't see it coming. We were having balls into the box. There was one that nearly fell to Arfield just before it, and that boy mm-hmm. got his foot to it. I mean, a lot of the balls fell to them all the time, and I was going, "It's just not our night." 
knocked back out again. Ryan Kent trying once again, and it came to Davis, and he hits it. It does get a deflection into the back of the net, but like you say, if you don't shoot, you don't score, and Davis did that against uh, St Mirren. I know we went and bloody lost the game after that, but he's done that before for us, Davis, and it is a mass. I can't tell you how big that goal is. It is massive. I know the way goal's not there anymore, but if we'd went into next week 2-0 down, I, I thought we'd have a chance, but it was a major mountain to climb. It w- really would be. We're a better team than them. We can play better than them. I don't think they can play better than what they did, but that goal has completely changed the face of the tie, and it was, like I say before I came on the pod there, I went for <laughs> way as low as I could go <laughs> to as high as they go in a split second and if we can get and I know we need to apply to Glasgow City Council a yeah. full house for Tuesday night the first full house rocking we can beat them definitely I would 100% agree mate I think that goal completely changes I hadn't written Rangers off as such when it was 2-0 but when it went 2-1, I went, right, okay, yeah. that'll do us, that'll do us, we'll get back. It's a, it's a ludicrous 60 seconds that have happened, mate, and in all honesty, Rangers have kind of shot the bed, let's be honest, we kind of shot yeah. the bed over the 60 seconds, all of a sudden we're 2-0 down and it was a bit of a rebuilding job from there. I mean, and for Steve Davis to get the goal, you're just like, fucking, like, why is everybody not just following what this guy's doing? <laughs> Literally just, this is the guy you need to be listening to and um, kind of following his his role and what he, he's doing because yeah it's a wee bit of deflection mate but you don't shoot you don't score and he shoots and we score so it's it's 2-1 and I, I'm not going to say I fancy Rangers chances but I think we've gave ourselves every single chance now um, especially if we get anywhere near a capacity crowd get Ibrooks absolutely rocking to the the core and yeah I, I don't think Malmo would know what hit them and I would agree with you mate I think that's the best Man will have. I don't think they've got anything else in there. And you have to balance it as well with what happened in the first half. It's very easy to write off what the way the first half was going. Rangers were dominant in that first half. We really were. We controlled the game. We were playing good passes. A lot of the balls just weren't breaking for us. And we couldn't get ourselves that clear-cut chance to take to kind of take the lead. But yeah, I I I I'll I'm quietly confident going into next week. And it's just a Welcome, welcome back to the Champions League, mate, isn't it, really? Yeah, and I would say, in terms of Malmo, I think that's knocked a bit of stuffing out of them. Mm-hmm. I think they, in their heads, 2-0 coming across to Ivor. Sorry, mate, yeah, they probably couldn't have believed their luck that they were 2-0 yeah. up against us. Uh, you know honestly, I, mean? I, 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 think, I think they are more than capable of coming to Ibrox and sitting on a 2-0 lead and defending. Mm-hmm. I, I think they can sit up quite happily and do that. This is more dangerous now in terms of one goal we were back in the tie, away goals aren't there anymore, obviously. So, yeah, it, it's, it sets it up. It gives us a chance next week. That's all you want, a chance to get into the next round. And like we said previously to even playing Malmo tonight, if we can't beat Malmo, we don't deserve to be in the next round. That's that's the end of it. We'll drop into the Europa League playoff round, whatever it is. But it gives us a massive chance. It really does. And I'm the same as you. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but... I'd be quietly confident we can beat Malmo at Ibrooks. Whether it goes to extra time or not, I don't know, but we can beat Malmo at Ibrooks. Yeah, I agree, mate. I, I don't think they showed enough for us to be 
too overly concerned with them coming to Ibrooks with a lead. I think we could we could easily beat them two now at Ibrooks. I think we. I don't think there's any really doubt about it because, as you said earlier, mate, when when she spoke to Scott, Rangers beat herself tonight. It wasn't it wasn't Malmo beating us. It was definitely um, Rangers beating Rangers. Uh, pick a man of the match, mate, if you can. <laughs> Oof. very hard. Very, we'll very hard. Will we both just go for Devo, mate, and wrap it up yeah, there? Well, that's where I was going to go. I, I, Ryan Kent, I thought, was frustrating, but like I say, the second half, he's that one guy that tries and tries and tries. He really does. Just wasn't coming off for him. But no, 36 years of age, Steve Davis, once again, has pulled us out of a big hole. And it could, like I say, it's a, it could be a massive goal in terms of this this tie. And aye, Steve Davis. Yeah, 100% mate, I'm going to go with you on that I think he's the one that's gave us the, the wee lifeline in this tie um, but again, I don't want it to sound more over dramatic than what it is I do believe Rangers have gave themselves every chance now, um, a, a good fighting chance anyway to get back to Ibrox and to get a result, so we just have to, we have to just go again and keep the concentration levels up and not let any stupid mistakes slip in because we are better than Malmo. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I think even a neutral would admit that we, we are better than Malmo and we, we probably deserve more out of that game tonight than what we got. But this is European football. It's the step up that we were all waiting for. Uh, so you have to have to be on the ball at all times. Anyway, Ali, that'll do us. Thank you very much for your, your time tonight, mate. And I'll speak to you on Thursday, mate, when we come back for Club Deck Corner. Yeah, we'll be previewing the, the Dundee United game, so hopefully Rangers will come out firing for that game after that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll preview that and see what our sort of teams will be for that. Yeah, so thank you to everybody for listening. Please do uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, like all our socials, follow our socials as well, which really does make a huge difference. As I've just said to Ali, we'll be back on Thursday with our Club Deck Corner. We'll do more of a roundup of Livingston and of tonight. And once we've kind of settled down a bit, probably we might put a more perspective view on things, mate, anyway. And we'll obviously preview the uh, the Dundee United game coming up. So, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Until I speak to you next time, we are Club at 22, the Champions Podcast. Cheers. Podcast Network.